Welcome back Yay. to another episode of Enough. It is so great to be back here with you, Nicole, to do another episode of Enough, and I get to bring the topic today. And I was thinking through this time of year and some conversations I've had recently where we come into a new year with expectation and energy that things will be different, and then we get a couple of weeks into a cold, dreary, crazy year, and you can kind of start to lose your energy. The conversations I'm having that that I was having that sparked this idea was around, I was doing so much more before we went into quarantine and now I'm not as busy, but I'm just more tired. Mm. And so work is picking back up and it feels more busy It feels more draining. It's harder to get moving, but it's not as busy as we were before. And I started, this is going to sound science nerdy, but I started thinking about the laws of motion. And I thought, well, isn't it interesting how the... Newton's law of motion, and I had to look it up to see which one it is. I think it's the first one. My phone's blinked off again. But an object at rest tends to stay at rest when an object in motion tends to stay in motion unless another force changes its path or um, its trajectory. But it is so true even in our lives. Have you found that the times when you're really producing, you're really making things happen, you're in the groove, you can do so many more things in life? Yes, I I get the most done on days that there's, my calendar looks crazy. Mm -hmm. It's because I'm I'm getting it done, I'm getting it done, things are moving, I only have smaller amount of time to get things done, so there's no time to put it off till later because I don't know when the later is going to be. So therefore I am, those are the days that making dinner isn't a chore when it should be because my Mm -hmm. calendar is so full, Mm -hmm. but it's because I'm moving and grooving. So I get, I get more done. Yes. It is super interesting. And then the periods in life where you don't really have much going on, it can be such a struggle to get back into the groove of life. Yeah. Well, first off, I I almost, when I don't have much going, I give myself more permission to be lazy. And there is nothing wrong with with spending time being lazy and I'm talking about the transition back to being. But then I just keep thinking of, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, and then things don't get done. Yeah. I was cracking up the other day, you and I. So Didi and I talk through Marco Polo just for the sake of communicating through a day. I, I actually have several people that I talk through Marco Polo. And in my opinion, it's been one of the things that has kept me feeling plugged in to people's lives mm-hmm. through the time that I'm not gathering with people like I used to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am a people person. I, uh, I, I have introverted ways about me. I need to recharge on my own. But I love connection with other people. So 
the time that I'm not gathering with people, it's it. I don't like it. I don't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel good. But because I've been using Marco Polo, it's so it's an app that you have videoing back and forth. And mm-hmm. if I'm talking to you, you can watch me live because you'll see that I'm on there, or you watch it at your own convenience. So talking back and forth to people has made me feel plugged in with them still. Okay. So you're one of my favorites uh, <laughs> that I Marco Polo with. Everybody's my favorite. You know, if anybody else is like, I thought I was her favorite. But um, you're one of my favorites that I Marco Polo with. And one day you had a very busy day and you were Marco Poloing me at maybe like 1030 in the morning because you had a break and you were cutting vegetables to prep dinner. And I was like so impressed (laughs) by the fact that you were prepping something in the morning for dinner. Mm -hmm. So I would say you were doing that because you were in motion. Mm -hmm. Things were moving. You were between your business calls. So therefore, you needed to check a task off. And so being efficient with your time happened because you were in motion. And I was like, that's amazing. I need to start prepping dinner at 10 a.m. But anyway. <laughs> you do prep dinner. <laughs> but it's true, though. And I started thinking about that because as we get into motion physically, our minds get into motion. We think more clearly. And we, we organize better around us because we don't just put things off. We don't think, oh, I'll do it later. We'll say... Up, oh, this needs to go. These dishes need to get into the dishwasher. I need to do laundry. Like, I'll just throw a load in. But it's that transition period, and I wanted to talk about that today, bringing it back around to all these wonderful intentions we had at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in that part, you're like, okay, I really started out with great energy, but I, I'm just having a hard time getting myself going. I'm having a hard time getting into motion. I'm having a hard time getting in my groove. Like those are the types of things you say, not you, but like people Mm -hmm. say. So what are some ways that we can overcome that? What are some ways that we can get moving instead of thinking, well, I just failed. Well, I just can't do this. Well, this isn't for me. Because we end up then take, like putting blame on ourselves and counting ourselves out almost of being able to achieve whatever that goal was. And it might not even be a health-related goal. It could be a financial goal. It could be a lifestyle goal. Um, or just a change. One of the things I believe people set themselves up for failure is feeling as if they should be motivated Mm -hmm. all of the time to make these whatever change they are hoping to make. So they set a New Year's resolution for themselves, whether it be a health goal, whether it be a financial goal, whether it be, you know, reading through the Bible, like whatever, whatever those, um, making sure that you are reaching out to friends, different friends on different days, whatever goal you set for yourself and then feeling as if you should be motivated to continue to do that on a daily basis oh yeah yeah that will never happen no all of us ever no matter what any of us has as our lifestyle if you really think about it you're never always motivated Mm -mm. to do something and so waiting for motivation to restart that's 
that's just, that's a stopping point. Or to think that you're doing it wrong because you're not motivated to do it. Yeah. yeah. I, I always say to a lot of people when I would, people that I work with, um, health clients, I would say to them, you're not always going to be motivated. That's when discipline has to, to kick in. Yes. So discipline is one of the keys and, and it is one of the biggest gifts I think we could get, give to our children to teach them the importance of the fact that discipline is more important than motivation. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is having accountability somewhere makes a big difference too. Mm -hmm. If you have an accountability partner, if you just have a bunch of things in your head and you feel like you're going to keep yourself motivated or you're going to try to hold yourself accountable all the time, some of us just need a partner to answer to. Mm -hmm. And our spouse is not always the best partner in that right. because yeah. we don't always appreciate if we're not in good headspace for our spouse to call us out when we're slipping behind in something that we want to do. Mm -hmm. But for example, if you, if going to the gym is something that you, you know, a lot of people get gym memberships at the beginning of the year mm -hmm. and then by January 18th, you know, they're, they've locked, lacked, they're not going, mm -hmm. but if they had somebody they had to meet at the gym every morning and if they don't show up, that person standing them there by themselves, having that accountability partner is, is really important. Yeah. You know, that brings up a good point too, because a lot of people aren't wanting to work out in gyms mm. with everything that's going on. So then you feel like, well, I can't do what I'm used to doing. And you have to think outside of the box. But, and, and maybe you find a place to work out outside. You create your own gym in your home and you may have one person you're comfortable with working out with. Or just going back and forth, this was my workout today but finding another alternative. Now, I know that you and I live in an area where we basically can be outside 365 days a year. I mean, mm -hmm. if it's raining, of course, we don't wanna go out outside and work out, but we, we don't have hor horrific winters to deal mm -hmm. with here. We, every, yeah. the, the weather's very mild. But, so to me, I always feel a little bit guilty saying, get outside and take a walk, because I know for even to find motivation to do something else, for example. Like mm -hmm. that really is the start of motion. When I start my day exercising, the rest of oh, my yeah. day goes so much better. Yes. So so there's a little bit in me for some people that I think I feel a little guilty because I know that I'm in an area that that is easier to get outside year round, to be able to get some fresh air, to walk around. But my sister-in-law, Crystal, she lives in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't even imagine living in Minnesota. The amount of snow that they get, the, the brutal cold wind, the temperatures drop down. And she gets out and walks pretty much every day. She walks her dog. That's part of her routine. Mm -hmm. She gets out. I think she does it a, a couple times a day. It's always so impressive to me that she sets herself up with having the proper gear. Mm -hmm. She even has the security vest that she wears in the dark outside so and she wears lights and she has the proper gear to keep herself warm that the weather is not an excuse for her and i do realize that i'm speaking as something of i don't have to deal with the weather but i've always admired about her that that that's not 
that she gets it done and she doesn't use an excuse of the weather. Um, getting outside and getting fresh air and moving is one way to get the ball rolling. Yeah, fresh air outside is critical wherever you are. Mm-hmm. It really is. Getting yourself into motion, getting your mind into motion. So we talked about how you can start to get your body in motion and then your mind you is clearer, you can think more clearly, plan easier, but it also works the other way too. So if you are putting negative thoughts in your mind and not engaging in mental activities that help you to reach those goals, like not having the right mindset around those goals, then you're almost defeated before you even start. So if you're like, man, I'm just so tired all the time. And and there's you aren't sick, you know, like you're just tired from not doing, then start putting some mental exercise around, well, where do you want to go? What what can you do? Um, and that will start getting your body engaged too. I don't know if this is making sense actually as I'm saying it, but it's like your mindset towards it has is the first step almost to igniting that fire within your body to get out and move toward whatever goal it is you're wanting to accomplish. 100%. If we are spending our time, I mean, I feel like right now social media can drain you. Oh my goodness, yes. So it mentally drains you. And then, of course, you're not going to move on and be super productive from there. Mm -hmm. When you bring your mind down to a feeling of anger, frustration, anxiety, defeat, then that's... That's where you step forward from. Your platform, it's almost like the elevator goes down Mm -hmm. and you get off on the floor of defeat and then you go forward. So your productivity after experiencing those emotions is that's the floor that you get off. That's where your elevator lands and that's where you start walking. So people that are getting on social media at the very beginning of the day, if that's the first thing they're waking up to, Mm -hmm. then that's where the elevator's dropping them off at. And that's mm-hmm. where they have to go forward. And it's not that somebody can't climb out of that, but it's a whole lot of work. Because the amount of power that our emotions and our brain have over our whole entire physical body, it's actually mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why when you talk about mindset and where your head is, it mindset affects how we move, how we think, how we eat, how we talk, and how we hear the things that are being told to us. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that um, speaking about this and the year that we're in, and we started off, because everybody was super excited to say goodbye to 2020. I mean, that was like, they were like, goodbye 2020 forever. And, And I get it. Like there was a lot of suck in 2020. So, but, then, so then they have step into 2021, things are going to feel different, look different, but they're doing the same activity they did in 2021. There's, their mind is landing in the same place mm-hmm. and easily your, your, that motivation of change wears out because motivation only gets you so far. Mm-hmm. And then you're 
you're sitting in that gloom that you spent in 2020 that you were hoping to say goodbye to. Yeah, I do feel like there was this idea that 2020 will be gone and 2021 is going to be amazing and life is going to be so much different. And I even cautioned back in November, I was like, please do not wish away the days of 2020 because we don't know what the next year holds. And it's not going to be different just because a new year on our calendar has clicked over. Mm -hmm. And that was a concern of mine. Um, And I think there is some sadness around it and some shock because things were supposed to be different, but nobody said things were supposed to be different. And if you haven't, if you're not changing what you're doing, then things aren't going to be different. But you're right. When you start off your day with fear and anxiety it, it creates that defeatist mindset, that negative energy that just pulls you down. And so you have to make a decision to change what you're listening to. And I don't think social media is a bad thing in and of itself, but there are a lot of things I don't listen to in general, in the world, not just social media. I... There are a lot of things I'm not listening to right now. And I'm intentionally putting life-giving words into my ears and into my heart because there are people depending on me, Mm -hmm. looking up to me. I am setting the tone within my household. Whether or not people are feeling encouraged and motivated even, having energy to move forward, honestly, a lot depends on how I come to the table. And so I was talking with our seamstress yesterday. She's incredible. She does a wonderful job. She does a lot of pageant dresses. She does a lot of um, recital costumes. And usually when you go there, her house is full of dresses and costumes. And intricate work that has to be done on these and I went in and there was not a single dress hanging up and I said how's everything been going for you and she said well it was great because I was so busy before and then I got some time off to heal when you are go 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 it wears on your body it wears on your mind it wears on your emotions and she said I got some time to heal She said, but I'm not that busy right now, and I am so tired just all the time. I'm just so tired. And I I thought, this is is not uncommon. I've experienced it. Mm -hmm. I've experienced where I sat down at the computer, and I was like, hmm, what am I going to do? Who am I going to email? That was never a thing. Like, it was, I had a plan. I had a task. I was making things happen there was energy i was attracting clients and projects to us and that was an eye-opener for me and i was like okay this is this is just from being in rest and it was coming after the holidays having that time off and so i was like yeah it's time to get moving again. And one of the things I've done every day since the start of the year 
is I have a series of exercise that I do in the morning and it like primes my body to be ready for whatever I do, whether it's to go on a run or whether it's to be really productive at work, at the computer. It's just awesome how taking that time and being intentional about getting my body and my mind in motion in the mornings. I do that. I have my quiet time, which I don't like to say quiet time because it sounds so trite. That's not even what it is. Like I intentionally allow God time to talk into my life, not just in the mornings, but I always make a point of starting my day that way and in gratitude. The gratitude is something new this year that I put into practice every morning. And it changes my energy level and what I bring to the table. And I've noticed it's spun off to other people as well. And that's exciting. Even though like I have, I've already had some challenges this year, but I didn't, it wasn't a defeatist way of approaching it. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm so glad you brought up the word gratitude again, because Mm -hmm. although I know it's almost can, for some people can be a, just a tag word, right? It's, It's being thrown around a lot, but it is center to keeping the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. I feel like to in a person with their momentum. So because something may, an illness, an infection could like be a stopping point for you, but the gratitude just keeps, it keeps the ball rolling so that you're able to look beyond that and figure out how to handle it and, you know, still be able to be the person for your household that you need. The gratitude, even for the li- I'm going to say lazy because I've, I've definitely been more lazy um, in this last year than I have been in many, many, many years. I mean, I'm going to say I probably I've sat I'm trying to sit down more than when I like when I used to breastfeed. That's the last time I spent a lot of time sitting down. And now I actually have intentional time. That I'm in front of the computer a lot, too, but just like enjoyable sit down. But having gratitude for the quiet and the lazy and is actually what can start the momentum when when you start moving again. Do you know what I mean? Like if you are if you're in a place of non movement Mm -hmm. and you also don't have gratitude for that time, then your brain just exists in the non movement and that's where it just and disappointment kicks in. But if you're able, if you do have more non-movement time in your life because of your schedule, mm-hmm. but there's still gratitude that is wrapped around that, that you are thankful for actually that time to be able to just have a little nothingness in your life, Yeah. then that, that it's not as hard to get up and start walking when that time, when it's time to do that again. It's, it's gratitude makes the difference between the time of, of the non-movement of whether how it's going to feel when you actually start moving again. Mm-hmm. And so it, it makes such a difference. It, it really, does. It does. It's been a game changer in all of this and this mm-hmm. whole time and this whole great pause, the times that you, that people are embracing gratitude, it's the game changer. Yeah. So 
if you are in a place where you're feeling stuck or just like you don't have the energy to move forward, you don't have the energy to get started, start with your mindset, start with gratitude, and start with physical movement. Physical just movement. get mm -hmm. out there. Don't trust your feelings when they say you don't feel like doing it. You do it anyway. Yes. If you would like more information on our coaching business, you can visit us at www.liveyourdesign.life.